Hello, spiritual seekers, and welcome to Episode 5 of Think Spiritual. As usual, I'm your host, Mark, and today I'm going to first say, Happy New Year! This is only the fifth chapter of the first season of Think Spiritual, and I feel like it is going really, really well. I'm enjoying the process, I'm enjoying the topics, I'm enjoying learning while I talk. I just hope there are some people out there actually listening. Anyway, on we go with today's episode. This episode is going to be in two parts, as the first Think Spiritual podcast of each month is going to be what I call my Musings and Snippets series. In the first part, I will talk about whatever subject is on my mind, and the second part will consist of a short piece of a discussion that has been edited out of a longer conversation. So, on to part one. I'm going to recycle and revise a talk I did a couple of months ago. Uh, during the preliminary phase of figuring out exactly what this online exploration was actually going to be. Uh, in other words, what the Think Spiritual podcast was before it was the Think Spiritual podcast. Anyway, during this last Christmas, I was visiting my parents and I had a conversation with my mother about a speaker slash teacher I'd been listening to and how he had really opened up my mind to new interpretations of some spiritual principles that I had shoved to the back of my thinking. My son, meanwhile, remained completely silent as we talked, and this led me to correctly assume that he really did not approve of my extolling the virtues of this particular teacher. My assumption was later proven true. My son doesn't like this speaker-slash-teacher due to some conflict and controversy he has been a part of, apparently. I will not get into the details of who this teacher is or of his ongoing controversy, However, the experience raised a few questions for me. For one, is it right to throw out the truth of what someone says about one particular subject just because they may say something you don't like about an entirely different subject? For me, I don't believe this would be right. Does what this teacher says in regards to one subject invalidate his other message that I got so much out of? Again, no. His message that opened my mind is not invalidated in the slightest. So, does our perception of a person change the way we hear their words and our interpretations of what they are saying? Well, I would say this is absolutely true. Our perception absolutely changes everything. A few years ago, I realized something really important. All of human life is based on concepts. We exist in a physical universe, but how we deal with this universe is entirely conceptual and subjective. Each one of us has our own subjective experience, and we can have no other experience except our own. If I say to you right now, Wow, the sky is a beautiful blue today. You know what I am talking about because we have agreed on the concepts of sky and blue, and the concept of beautiful may or may not require a slightly wider degree of compromise to come to an agreement on. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, as the saying goes. 
However, this does not at all mean that we experience the beautiful blue sky in exactly the same manner. We could use our reason and possibly even technology to arrive at a reasonable assumption that we are optically seeing the same hue of beautiful blue sky, uh, but the experience is still not identical. We have only our own experience to draw upon, and we must use our reason to decide if we accept another's experience as valid or invalid, or as truth or as falsehood or as valuable or of no consequence to our own experience. We must use this same reason and draw upon our own experience when we are deciding who we are going to listen to, what information we are going to take in, and what we are going to discard. I must use my reason to decide if the teacher I listen to still has something important to tell me. I must also use reason to determine if I'm allowing my opinion of him to be colored by others. I am really doing myself a disservice if I stop listening to this teacher simply because my son doesn't like him. In a similar vein, a few months ago, I discovered that two other thinkers I listen to on a semi-regular basis disagree harshly when it comes to the concepts of self and free will. I got really confused for about half a day or so. Do I stop listening to one of them? How, how do I choose which one? Uh, only one of them can be correct, right? No, that's, that's quite wrong, actually. This is the nature of all spiritual work. This is opposition. This is the time for growth. Sometimes great thinkers disagree often to the point where they split and never talk to one another again. Sometimes there isn't a clear road to follow. Sometimes the path is muddled and obscured. And sometimes there's no path at all. It's up to us to blaze our own trail at times. You have to think about learning spiritual practices uh, much as you would go to university to earn a degree. A good professor will not teach you how to follow one specific way of doing something. That would be called a dogma. They will teach you how to think about something. Then, when you come across a problem in the real world that you have never seen before, you will at least have some concept of how to work through the problem. So, as for these other two thinkers I listen to, well, they definitely have more knowledge than I do but they are just as human as I am. They are not on my path. I am not on their path. What is right for me at this point is the middle ground approach. Somewhere between the opposing opinions of these two teachers is where I need to be. Now, I am not saying that I am right and they are wrong. I very well could be wrong and may find myself leaning in one direction or the other at some point in the future. Then again, even if I am wrong, well, so what? As long as I keep seeking and learning, I will eventually let go of my wrong ideas and move on from there. For now, this middle ground approach is really the right direction for me. It seems that all humans experience the pull of the pendulum. This opinion over here pulls you one way, and this one pulls you to the other extreme. We are really seeing this polarization more and more in Western society today. And when someone speaks out against it, 
one or both extremes lash out at that person without hearing what that person is really saying. Each extreme seems to hear what they want to hear. And that is exactly the case in regards to the first speaker slash teacher that I mentioned. Neither the extreme left, who really hate him, nor the extreme right, who are practically waving banners in his name, are actually hearing what he is really saying. His core message is lost on both extremes because they are so focused on one specific topic that he took issue with. It is really not my job to defend this man, and I'm not trying to do that even, and that is why I'm not even bringing up his name. My job and my loyalty is to hear and apply his core message to my life, because it came to me at a time when I needed to hear it. I could have been very close to his message, as I really tend not to listen to right-leaning speech, but I would have missed an opportunity to hear very great truth had I not been open and willing to listen. I am really tired of polarized and extreme opposite thinking. I lived that way for a long time through my Christian years and during my short bouts of atheism. I know that the middle road is the saner path for me to take. I know that I have to accept truth from all sides and all directions if I am to be a whole and complete individual. I know that I have to listen to myself and decide on my own path. And I know that you can do that as well. Well, there we go. That was part one of today's episode, and now we are going to shift gears into part two. As I alluded in the introduction for today's episode, this second part is a snippet. It is a piece of a larger whole. I cut this chunk of audio out of a discussion that Christine and I were having before we started our primary discussion about her personal spiritual journey. That particular episode of her personal spiritual journey will air in two weeks, but this snippet is actually from a first not very good attempt at recording that episode. I rescued a few snippets from that recording and will ultimately junk the rest since we recorded a much better version later on. Back to the point at hand, I'm hoping that this second part is not too drastic of a shift from part one. In my mind, the topics are related, the first part being the use of reason to determine who you listen to and what course you set yourself on. The second part of today's episode will focus on how important it is to trust your intuition. So I do want to touch on, I, I am going to touch on this quote there, this, that I found, uh, this Albert Einstein quote, where he says, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Now, the reason I wanted to bring that up, or I guess, what do you think of that in the first place? Mm -hmm. what, what did that make you think of? It did resonate that's... with me a little bit because I think I can remember back to being a lot younger and feeling like uh, the intuitive mind was maybe where I was at. And it was not, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word, the word isn't maybe recognized, but it, 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 you weren't getting... Uh, 
accolades or or approval or whatever for having that kind of mind uh, the rational mind is the mind i see the one that know, gets rewarded which i i guess i'm looking rational as also being responsible and you know and uh trustworthy and all of those things which are not bad things to yes. have yeah but so i think i've put probably 30 years into that you know as you know, making sure to go to school, making sure to get a, a, a good job, making sure to pay your bills, making sure, which that's how I'm seeing it, rational, you know. Yeah, um, I think that's making true. Making sure to start right. an RSP, yeah. all those things. Not bad things to do. No. But when you the focus shifts way, way, way too much in that direction, yes. you're left with, I don't know, you're left feeling a bit empty when all is said and done, you know, um, and you miss the intuitive mind which i also would say would be creativity spontaneity all of those sort of things you know yes so, i yeah i totally yeah. no i totally agree that, that was that was actually a really good way of sort of defining those things that, yeah that part definitely should not be forgotten well i mean if you look at it what is the first thing that always goes in budget cuts at schools right the music and arts programs very true that would, would that not be right. intuitive mind yeah uh, yeah well and, uh. and we've said this before the sort of negative side of uh of say public schooling uh is where ultimately the goal is sort of to put out a good worker yeah and Another yeah, cog. what what would happen? What would happen if we changed that model so you actually put out somebody who is highly intuitive, mm -hmm. you know, but also has a you know has a good balance of the intuitive and the rational? Yeah, I think like Einstein put it here. He said uh, he called the rational mind the servant. Well, the rational mind is supposed to serve you, mm -hmm. but it we've turned it around where we. Yeah, he says we honor it. Well, we put this this rational mind on the pedestal and say that this is the thing to aim for. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I think of, you know, if you go back to academics, sciences and maths and those things, you know, are rational. Yes. <laughs> and, yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. And again, not to say that, that we shouldn't be pursuing that, but not at the exclusion of the intuitive mind. Not to the exclusion of the intuitive mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and we develop that and we develop that intuitive mind. I I feel like we develop that intuitive mind by that's where we look inward, mm -hmm. and yeah, we use our creativity partly using our emotions and trusting our emotions, those gut feelings. Yeah, intuition. I guess that would be the the feeling part of yourself. Right? It, it is, yeah. and <laughs> and you do have, and, mm -hmm. and if you and if you develop that, it will lead you along correct paths mm -hmm. because in this i mean i can bring it right back to what i said about you know uh taking on too many projects i knew yeah i knew intuitively intuitively mm -hmm. i knew that it's like well wait a minute you know you're you're going to be taking on too much if you do this and i'm thinking well you know maybe i can handle it so i'm trying to rationalize to, yeah i'm trying to rationalize something that my intuition is saying uh-uh-uh and I'm going, well, but, you know, yeah. this isn't taking, you know, this won't, it'll just be one night a week, you know, it won't take, you know, and then it's just like, yeah, but what about all the other stuff that goes with it? Mm -hmm. and intuitively, I knew it was the wrong decision for me to make, Yeah. but I still did it anyway. And, and I backed off, like I said, in time without getting myself mired in too deeply. But if I just trusted my intuition right from the get go, 
mm-hmm. I kind of like wouldn't have had myself in that situation where I was going to gonna disappoint with. people. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, my 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 buddy would have been he w- he would have been disappointed anyway, but not as disappointed. He was really disappointed. Yeah. When on Friday night I just said I, I'm not into it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was he was really he was really let down by that at that point. So, but whereas if I hadn't, you know, kind of gotten his hopes up at all in the first place. It would have been less. It would have been less, you know, and and that's the point of say, you know, that's the point of taking a spiritual journey. Yeah. So, so your intuition is part of developing your intuition is part of a spiritual journey. Because uh, the point of a spiritual journey is ultimately to alleviate suffering. That's the ultimate. If you go through any any religion, any you know, any guru, they're they're all going to say at the point of being spiritual or being awakened or whatever you want to term that, mm-hmm. the point is to alleviate suffering in ourselves. But then, by doing so, if we're more aware of our actions and what we're doing, we're going to alleviate other people's mm-hmm. suffering as well. I would have alleviated the suffering of my friend, yeah, by letting him down early. It wouldn't have got rid of his suffering. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get rid of it, mm-hmm. but it made it less, at least. And that's that's the whole point. Uh, that's the whole point of sort of being on any kind of a spiritual journey is ultimately to alleviate your suffering. Can you imagine if we can all develop our intuition and trust it? That's yeah. It doesn't lie to us, you know. It doesn't. We fight really. against. Or I shouldn't say yeah. we. I can only speak for myself, but I yes. definitely fight against it all the time. I'm like, well, you see, like you, I don't trust my yeah. own intuition. What does it know? Yes, you know? I, I just gave yeah. the example yeah. where I I did. I fought my intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, no. I think I can. I think I can do this. And it's going. No, no, no. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not going to be able to pull this off. You're just going to, you're going to wear yourself out. Yeah. And maybe you can get away with that for a while, but at some point in our lives, if we you can, but if you that, do, if yeah. you constantly fight your intuition when it's telling you not to, you're going to, there's it, a point where it'll, you'll yeah. come to a head. Yeah. Yeah. And it just will. Yeah. All right. And that was a snippet of conversation about intuition. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it gave you some food for thought for at least a little while. In summary of the two parts of today's episode, Use your reason to decide what your path will be. Use your intuition to guide you along that path. Perhaps I should have said that right from the start and saved you a lot of time. Uh, (laughs) But then, you know, what joy would I get out of the process? Thursday, January 11th, 2018, will be the release of the next in the Examining the Spiritual Elements series. Uh, Perhaps I should be calling it Spiritual Movie Reviews, but I always feel that connotes a specific genre of movies rather than looking at a movie in a specific way. So that will be next week, and the movie in question will be Thor Ragnarok. I have been really excited about doing this one. Uh, I'm actually skipping uh, the Star Trek motion picture one uh, ahead by a month just so I can get this Thor Ragnarok one out. Just because, like I said, I've been really excited about doing it. Yeah, it's a really incredibly deep spiritual film, and I hope you join me to hear about it. I have been your host, Mark. This has been Episode 5 of Think Spiritual Podcasts, and I think you have been a fantastic person for tuning in and listening to me ramble all through this. Many thanks, and always remember that if you choose to change yourself, you will change your world. 
I'll see you on the next episode.